the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night. Eight to nine, where we discuss and dissect political talking points of Break both down the parties. politics, smoke out the spin. Love it. Design specific. And you know what? Those Sunday shows are crucial. They really are, because I have this idea all week of what we're going to talk about, right? I want to combat all of the propaganda you I hear. I like how you said idea, singular. All right. Well, it's yeah. all right. Ideas. Your ADD rivals mine. But You've you know, many ideas. Now I have the Liberty Hour podcast on Tuesdays and Wednesdays from 9.05 a.m. And you know, that's a very specific time. Because it, it, we have to rush Proft out with all his news clippings. I mean, it's like Oscar Madison in here. He does and, bring a book every day. Oh, it's insanity. Anyway, i got to get him out. Then i you know, I got to get, get on the microphone. So it's very fun. I'm loving it. It's completely different doing a podcast. Um, McBeth is not there, so I can finish a thought. Uh, it's so nice. Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, but this is a, a crucially important because every, every day, you know, I'll listen to Dan and Amy in the morning. I'll listen to Walsh, and I'll take notes on, on things I want to combat because we're inundated with different propaganda and talking point. And in particular, during this election cycle, it is... It's outrageous how you're being pulled in different uh, weeds and you're being told that, no, 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 Obamacare, you love it. In fact, it's the pillar of what we're fighting for. In fact, what we're fighting for is the pre-existing condition. So, I, you know, I take all my notes and then I turn on the Sunday show and my car on my way here as I like to smoke cigars and watch TV and uh, drink coffee on my way here. And I watch um, and watch YouTube and uh, what else? Let's see, you're juggling. I, I watch, I, well. I, 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 you know what, because of Xfinity, which I love, by the way, I can record it on my DVR at home and then watch it on my phone. It really does work like yeah, the it commercial. Is. It's fantastic. And I get with George. They're not paying us any money, but they really should. George Stephanopoulos, when he brings on, you know, uh, uh, the creature uh, from HBO's Crypt Keeper that made it with Gary Busey. And then there's Martha Raddus. She comes on and gives you her two cents. Then I do um, Chuck Todd or as I like to call him, F. Chuck Todd. Uh, we have him come on, which is pretty much the same show with just a different uh, uh, array of, of pundits slash socialists disguised as media. And they regurgitate the same talking points, and this is something that I like to do on Sundays. So um, it kind of takes, takes those other points I wanted to discuss and puts them on the back burner. But uh, today was really an unusual... It really is one of those rare times where what I wanted to talk about on Wednesday comes into play on Sunday. And that is primarily the fact that we are led to believe that we are all fighting so that Obamacare can stay in place. And you know, uh, 
Macbeth, a great man, once said, in order to steal the future, you must rewrite the past. And that was me on a morning call to Dan and Amy. And the reality is that needs to be expanded because what you really need to do in 2018. What you're saying is that your brilliance needs to be expanded. upon. Exactly. What you really do in 2018 is that you have to rewrite the present. In other words, and this was really prominent during the Obama years. Don't believe your lying eyes. Believe me. Well, and it's it's, you know. Romney took a lot of guff for saying it, but he was actually right on the money. When it's like, you know, it's like a 10-year-old. If you repeat the same thing a bunch of times, that doesn't make it true. He was wrong. That's right. Because it does make it, in the, in the court of public opinion, it makes it a stone fact. I believe it was the Bolsheviks in 1905 that really kind of started to prove that. Well, here we What's are. language? Here we are again. And there's something amazing, Macbeth, and this is why, you know, it's hard because Macbeth, it's Sunday night. Uh, Macbeth kind of had a little bit of a break. You're going to say Macbeth a few more times? And I inundated him with articles I wanted him to print up, which never makes him happy, even though he has his chewy T-shirt on. And um, a couple of the articles that I was reading in my car while I was driving and watching TV were the statistics of the amount of Americans on welfare. It is not what the Republicans want you to believe. Because we've changed the definition of welfare. Of course. It is. And I couldn't figure out, I couldn't figure out why are they saying we need to keep health care the way it is. I see commercial after commercial. In Illinois, I try to take it with a grain of salt because we're socialists now. Illinois is just run by absolute corrupt Chicago mafia socialists disguised as Democrats. And that's just the way they like it. They keep voting for the same dummies. And here we are. But the rest of the nation, I couldn't figure it out. And the reality is it's because... I was right when I said when when they can introduce socialism slowly before you know it, you're corrupted. And I would looked up this. This is a mind boggling stat. Guess how many Americans have their health insurance premium subsidized? Just guess, Macbeth. I'm going to say 40 million. Eighty six percent. I was a little off. That is almost unimaginable. That 86% of Americans are Now, is on, that 86% of working age adults, or is that 86% of the entirety of the population? 86% of the people on Obamacare. Now, there are okay, people... Okay, so 80% of the people buying insurance from the marketplace... 86. 86% of them are getting subsidies. So what does that tell you is that the only people who are resorting to buy from the marketplace are people who cannot afford health insurance. And that is why they fight to keep it, because they're, they're on welfare anyway. And this well, is the one thing too. this is the one thing the Chicago Democrat mafia member learned long ago. Corrupt him with socialism and free money and you got him. You could do virtually anything. You could put your daughter as the attorney general, you could build a cabal of insulated corruption and you'll sit there forever. And what they've done and this is what Obama the fear was is they took the Chicago mafia democrat platform and expanded it to the nation. Yeah. Now you rail against insurance quite a bit. I hate I, insurance. I was I hate it. I was um of of most types actually. But um I was crunching some numbers for our family. <laughs> and so since we bought the house that we're in right now, which is where my records go back to. All right. So that's four years. Mm-hmm. If I had not bought health insurance. Now, we've had, you know me um, relatively well, we've yeah. had quite a few medical bills. Yeah. Over the last couple of years. Yeah. If we had taken every bit of that money that we spent for medical insurance, for health insurance. And just paid the bill. And put it in the bank. Uh-huh. I would be up about 15 grand right now. Oh, really? So I'd be able to cover half of some sort of catastrophic issue. Well, you can add a zero. Already, and, and it's just, it's only going to get higher. Now, you know me. I'm the guy that never goes to the doctor. So on the opposite side of that same spectrum a little bit, um, I would be up at a zero 
I, I have figured it out. Since Obamacare's passed, I've spent six figures in premiums yeah, that I've never that. used. We've talked about your insurance. It's before. insanity. So for me, I'm just one of those pigeons. I refuse to take the subsidy. I don't even know if I qualify, nor do I care. Because when I look at this you statistic... Don't. I don't, so you don't. But when you look at this statistic and you see that subsidies are given, if you're within 400% of the poverty line, what the hell is that number? That's, over 100, that's almost 100 grand. So you could make 100 grand and still get a subsidy. That's the Well, beauty. poverty line for an individual is what? 13, 8, 14, 8. What is it? The poverty line, it's, it's like 19 for an individual. grand. Oh, for an individual, it's like 19 grand. For was, a family, it's like 24. I thought 24. it was like 24. Yeah. For a family, it's 24. Okay, they raised the individual. Huh? So I go on American Spectator. And Maybe I look, you do qualify then. Probably, especially <laughs> on these years where, where real estate is just, and we're going to focus on that too, the other propaganda line of how great everything is. We'll talk about commercial real estate and that'll frighten you, in particular if you own it. Um, in any given year, first of all, I'm amazed. 5% of our population uses 50% of the health care. That's an amazing stat. Yeah, that's elderly. 5% yeah. use 50%. In fact, on any given year, the average health care that, that the average American uses, do you know how much it is? Average. Average? Average. 12 grand. $1,000 a year. That's it? Do you see why insurance is the greatest scam known to man? You know, now you wonder why you're driving down the expressway and you see these insurance, they're, they're campuses. When you go to New York, the most expensive buildings in Chicago, isn't that pretty? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, they build it on a scam, on yeah, a fraud. Uh, I had a meeting in the AIG building it's once. So, oh, please, it's, that. It's, that is genuinely a beautiful building. It's in, for sure. It's cost it us. gorgeous. Yeah, it's, it cost us $30 trillion. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> That's all right. It's insanity. And now... Did anybody sign that check? You've got the Democrats, and they're running on... We know it's important. It's crucially important. Americans like their insurance. You don't like your insurance. You like your illusion of safety. And moreover, you like your free stuff. It's despicable to me. Honestly, McBath, I don't care about the election anymore. I have come to the conclusion there is not a shower that can get me clean enough. Well, then we'll have to wait for the next segment to take Jim, then. Oh, we got Jim? Well, I yeah, let's talk him. about the election. All right, we're going to take, Jim. We're going to talk about the election. And if you want to chime in, it's 312-642-5600. Want to get him in now? You can get him in now. No, give me a clip. A clip. What give, do you want? Give me something that's going to fire me up. Fire you up. All right. Uh, that one's a little long. How about this? Finally, I remember, you remember well in the campaign, you made a promise. In this journey, I will never lie to you. I will never tell you something I do not believe. Can you tell me now, honestly, have you kept to that promise at all times have you always well i try i mean notice one of those questions you try too. you say things about me that are not necessarily correct i do try and uh i always want to tell the truth when i can i tell the truth i mean sometimes it turns out to be where something happens it's different or there's a change but i always like to be truthful but you know something that's one of those questions by the reporter (laughs) first of all i hate that reporter he's a smarmy son of a gun it really is bad uh that's that guy from abc yeah can't stand him but um, funny, it, it, no matter what he does, he's going to be besmirched by these by these apparatchiks of socialism. And but are that's you fired up? What they've shown you, what they've shown you is they're the liars. Because the, if they were real reporters, they would give you the stats I just gave you that your fellow citizen is on welfare, pretending he's not, and you pretend the failed system works, and that you're fighting for it. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This is the Liberty Hour each and every Sunday night. Now, you don't make bet how I hate plans. You come in, you're telling me how, how segments are going to go. I don't like that. I like everything off the cuff. Yeah, you know, screw me for so uh, let's go to a wanting guy to produce your show. Who's rarely on topic, but always on point. Let's go to Jim. 
in South Elgin. You see what I did there? I sounded like Obama. I'm waiting it for you almost to put the was call a in the Go ahead, Jim. Hey, How are you? Good. How are you? I uh, Wonderful. initially called about your prediction, but since you're talking about health care, I always talk to my liberal friends. One of the reasons why health care costs so much is because of what we call the tort tax. And in, in uh, Texas, they fixed that a long time ago by putting a cap yeah. on non-economic damages in a lawsuit so doctors don't pay so much but for I don't malpractice. Ca- but wait a minute. I know you. You happen to be a doctor. Not a lot of people know this. You're a dentist. Right. Now, let me tell you something yes. there, Doc. For a dentist, is he, a, is he in a dog kennel? I'll make sure you're walking in moccasins. I don't need any tort reform. I think that should be the only thing where we have no no tort reform. Because if a doctor screws up, take that son of a gun to the cleaners. Well, hold on, hold on. You have to understand the bigger equation. If actual damages are one thing, that, that part is not affected. Right. However, the frivolous lawsuits... Where if so and so can't have sex with his wife for five years, that's worth five million dollars. Yeah. Cha-ching. Is it so? Yeah, that's but 30, have you seen some of the wives? They should payout. be paying you. That's well, the ridiculous punitive payouts and all that. But yeah. that, I don't care about. I, well, honestly, see, well, this is why Texas does so well because a lot of a lot of OBGYNs, for example, can't practice in Illinois because the malpractice bill is so high. So guess what? They they quit medicine or they go somewhere else. So there's less doctors to provide services for people. Well. And in Texas, there's more. Especially for elective procedures, there's better choice because you can shop around. Are the doctors better? Yeah, I, we all, always, always listen. Always the ability to shop around and the and the the absence of government mandates and 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 mitigation is is favorable. But I think you can well, tackle I that. that. I think you can tackle that and also protect the quality of that insurance by making the 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 provider liable. I like liable. Well, but they are liable. First of all, they're they're responsible to their you know. The disciplinary boards, if there's a problem. Oh, yeah, those disciplinary boards. Have you seen these disciplinary boards? Made up of who exactly? Political pundits? I don't agree with disciplinary boards. No. Take it to the jury. I've had friends that have been disciplined because they've had issues. So, not surprised. I know you. Egregious. Uh, Well, two guys I know had problems with with getting hooked on. Vicodins, and they lost their licenses because they abused the... Uh, Good. The, I don't need some hophead trying to pull my wisdom teeth. Now, get to your other question when you called the show. Anyways, I was wondering, what's your prediction for Tuesday? I predict pain. Pain. Like, like Glover Lang. Like Glover well, Lang. I don't have to we can fix that. Pain. <laughs> Especially in Illinois. Pain. You know, it's funny you say that, Jim. I, one of the great. things I had to print up, and uh, I, I told McBeth, we got to talk about this. There is such a, 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 a scandal that is going unreported. The teachers' union. Yeah. The teachers' union. How much are they these, asking for? $400 million. $400 million. In additional tax. But this is. That's not federal. November that's 2nd. That's Illinois. That's November 2nd. Yes. That's so all the bonds now. No, who's going to give them for? And of course, money? it comes on a Friday. We pay we? that. Then, in the same breath, the other article is that Madigan's money, AS, a, AFSCME, and the, yeah. and the teachers union, in conjunction with the teachers union, have never given more money ever to the Democrats in Illinois. Right. So look at the systemic corruption on two different articles in the same place. Well, that's the thing about Come public sector unions being able to directly lobby politicians. Scum. You're, you're literally, it's, it's literally a legal Scum. payoff, legal bribe. And here's the other thing. I got to hear time and time again how these fat slobs, they're somehow more virtuous than me. 
I, I can't take well, it anymore. Oh, pension is a promise. Pretty low bar. Listen, I don't care anymore about your corrupt promise that, by the way, was negotiated by money bundlers, giving it to these political prostitutes. That's who cut the deal. And I don't care anymore about that corrupt nonsense than I do what Al Capone was paying a bootlegger in Canada. They're both criminal to me, and I could care less about either one of them. It's sickening. And it's disgusting. And you know what? It doesn't matter. As long as because J.B. Pritzker and his stretch marks are going to run to the finish line. And it's well, half the reason his seven foot is stupid. Run. The other half is the rest of the, the, the states on, on the welfare we pretend we hate. You might need air quotes on run. It's disgusting. I don't think All he's right, running. Let's get rid of Jim before he says something outrageous. Hey, you want some Donnie Deutsch? I think after that I need a Deutsch. Oh, uh, let's get a Deutsch right. in there. I um, Donald Trump is not only disgusting and vile, he's stupid, because clearly what's going to happen, you can see it, it's very easy to look at this election and go, oh, is this a referendum of Donald Trump? Do I like him? Do I not like him? This is really, do I want Donald Trump unbridled, even more empowered? Or if I'm a Republican, maybe I still want him there because I like his tax, but do I want some padding around? Do I want some guardrails around him? Donnie Deutsch hasn't been relevant since he was wrong about the dot-com implosion. This fraud. You want to talk about somebody not relevant? Donnie Deutsch, what, what's his expertise? Uh, nothing. He knows the right guy in the right station. I mean, I guess next to Don Lemon, he's Aristotle. But among the rest of us, he's a moron, Donnie Deutsch. Good for nothing. He's a punchline to a punchline. But Donald Trump is stupid. See, you could say a lot of things about Donald Trump, and we're going to talk about some of the issues about the prosperity. And we could talk about, is it really prosperity we see, or are we seeing targeted, um, subsidized Keynesian economics? And, and, and that's an issue. But one thing you can never call a guy is stupid. What do you mean stupid? He wasn't stupid even when he did things I disagreed with. In fact, he was rather brilliant. The problem is I need him to be a little bit more principled. And the other thing I need him to talk about is the debt. I am so bothered by the way in which these midterm elections were run, not just because of all of the reasons of, of Republican politicians embracing the, the Democrat talking point that Obamacare is working or that it's somehow great, or it's that somehow we need it. But their inability to run on the fundamental economics we used to, we put them there for. Well, see, that's the thing I think is more <laughs> of an issue. It's not so much that it's working, uh, so much that, it, you know, without it, that, that, you know, they lose a lot of voters. It's, it, you know, Macbeth, it's crazy to me that, that we have, we've done the, the shift. We've done the pivot. Because these are the things, these two topics are the things that brought us all together. And I mean everybody from hairdressers to traders to everybody in the middle to people who said, wait a minute, 5% of our society doesn't get to extort 95% of us. This is what the birth of the Tea Party and it's on those pillars that the Tea Party was built upon. We ignore now. And now we're playing this this personality politics. And the problem with that is, is they have more communist sympathizing hacks than we have people who like Trump. That's the reality. As you could hear by Obama's voice in the break, he can barely talk anymore. You got Joe Biden up there. He's sh- shot up on espresso and, and, and Cialis. He doesn't know where he is. They even wheeled Oprah out there. I mean, can you imagine how long can that girdle hold out? It's outrageous to me. All right, we got callers on the line. If you're on the line, stand on the line. Let's go to Steve in Lombard. How are you, Steve? Great. How you doing? Wonderful. What do you got going on? Yeah, so, uh, you know, the talking points of uh, talking heads is that um, the opposing party always takes control of the Senate and the House yeah. uh, during a midterm election. Well, in the past, uh, you look at Bush, you look at uh, Obama, they always say one thing. And then sell it, and then they do another. And we got a president now that says what he says, 
and does it. You know, I got to tell you, Steve, you want to know... And things aren't going to turn out the way that they expect. You see the money in this election? The money is astronomical, man. It's billions upon billions. And you've got these individuals, you've got these special interest crime family mafia groups called unions that are pouring endless money into it. I just want to see them lose. Because I'll tell you yeah. the truth. One thing that, that, that these Republicans showed us, it's, it, the trajectory of our nation is going to be the way it is. Well, but if they do lose, then you can't say, okay, now they've lost, we're good. And I find it, see, I, I rallied against because this. And that you, will happen. You know, Complacency even, is common. Even within hosts here, and I'm not going to name anybody specific like Dan good, Proft like or Joe Walsh. Job. Even in between specific hosts, I would argue <laughs> about the unlimited money in politics. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing that for eight years. Right. And they'd be like, no, We've no, no. we arguments got, about that. Well, now you're hoisted by your own petard. Because here's the thing, they're in like Steve, let's take Caston for example, Sean Caston. Yeah. His entire industry. Now he's a second generation. His old man founded the company Correct. in seventy seven. Yep. That entire industry is guaranteed nothing but profit because they do nothing. Right. It's a fake fake business. Recycle for fakeness. It's the same garbage, the same place. They get a little extra kick up. They charge you, and they're, they're guaranteed billions of profit, billions and billions and billions. They've got nothing but money. Because no matter what they give back, it's like being a bookie. No matter what you give back, you didn't lay anything out anyway. So it's it's a scam. So that entire industry can give a third of its profits back to politicians like unions. Right. Can constantly fund it. That's why I wanted money out of politics. I think the only restraint in this country should be on politics. Not on me and you. But yet look at this. Look at everything that we're complaining about. I don't everything think you set we a did. limit. I think you set a, a, a thing of parity. So how about, okay, you can raise as much money as you want. It goes into a pot and you each get half. The idea that we allow, three we allow each get a phony third. baloney corporations and phony baloney LLCs to give endless money is a, is a shame. And I'll tell you what, I feel bad for the good guys. What do you mean? A guy like like our good guys got to give billions upon billions just to keep up? It's ridiculous. Limit the son of a guns so they have to run on principles and character. That's the only way you change things. This is the Liberty Hour. If you're on the line, stay on the line. We'll be back after these messages. 312. 642. Oh my God, I forgot the number. 5600. 5, Thank you. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312 642 5600. Sheldon. What's his name here? Sheldon Edelson. You know who that guy is, Macbeth? That's the guy that those Western Avenue car salesmen look at him and say, ew, that's that guy. $113 million donated in 2018. Tom Steyer, another huckster who made all his money in oil, then parlayed it into green energy as he was visiting Obama relentlessly. He's the California guy. He's $50.7 million this year. Yeah, these are all 2018 these are, totals. These guys are patriots. How about uh, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bloomberg? $38 million. Uh, Sussman, never heard of this guy. He's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. See, I sell real estate in Fort Lauderdale, Florida at Liberty Real Estate Services. Nice try, Sean. $22.8 million. Okay, geez, that seems like a lot of money. Uh, George Soros, you know, everybody hates this guy. Yeah. He's way down on the list. Well, he's seventeen million. What are you mad at this guy for? He's he's busy influencing South American and uh, Eastern European currencies. Jeff Bezos, ten million. Let me tell you something. I'll, I'll tell you. The, I don't that, care how much tell, money you hold got. Hold on one second. I'll bet you anything that ten million from Bezos is all directly related to him trying to move his headquarters and and 
and get somewhere. I get that's the sort of guy who will go directly for what affects his business. You know how much I love the guy who wrote the Clinton Cash. Yes. And you know how I talk constantly about his book, Secret Empires. Yes. What's his name? Dick his Morris? Name? No, 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 no. Dick Morris isn't this smart. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if he took uh, Viagra and vitamins. Um, Secret Empire. Is it uh, Vince Foster? Oh, no. No, no. Let's Fox. just hold on. Now, I'll do your job. Um, anyway, he wrote a book called Extortion. Okay? And it snuck in there. It's, it actually might be right before Clinton Cash. And um, basically. Ron Brown. Oh no no wait he's dead too. So. No, um, basically what it what it what it is is it tells you that it's it's two kinds of shakedowns. It's true mafia stuff like on The Sopranos. Only instead of break your windows, it's break your business. It's insinuate, yeah. It's break your business. Yeah. So there's two kinds. You either give the money to stay in business, you give the money to go in business, or you give the money to get the business. Yeah, that's it. Or it if is, you're in business with them at some point, sometimes is you give money to get pay to play personified. Yeah. And we, oh, I can't believe this happens. I can't believe it. So Chicago's terrible. Chicago schmuck, Chicago. No, we've exported it. Why would Tom Steyer, Tom Steyer gave Gillum in Florida yeah. $2 million. That's a lot for that race. Now, you, you know, I have I, I, three years ago, moved my business there. This is where my future is. And it's primarily because I looked at the country you know, pretty much without an opinion other than I do like water. Yeah. And I said, well, the weather's great, wonderful, but the taxes are the most reasonable on property, bar none. Interesting. See, I thought the reason was because you just you saw the snakes and go, I fit in. No, no, no. It's because it's because the property taxation. See, the country broke its covenant with us. Yeah. They really do actually respect your property on a certain level in Florida. It's strategic, uh, strategically done on the value. Yeah. And they constantly are up on the value. So the assessor's office isn't riddled with these political sycophants. Plus, I can't take your house by suing you. No. It's it's a homestead strong state, yep. as it should be. So you either own the property or you don't. Like in Illinois, you don't. No, you just and if you you're think renting I'm wrong, it from the county. And, and you yeah. know how you could always tell? it's Rich people didn't get that way because they're stupid. I mean, some did because they won the Loyne Lottery like Pritzker. But some actually made the money and protected and respected. And you could always tell by those neighborhoods, yeah. what do the, what's the real estate market look like? So when you drive down, you know, go go past Hinsdale, it's not that they're having a NASCAR race and every house is a winner. Those right. aren't flags in front of the house. Those are people that are saying, I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm selling. Yeah. And that's the reality of it. All right, let's go to Tom. He's got a solution. Tom in Deer Park. Tom, what's, up, what's Tom? the solution? Oh, hey, gentlemen. Uh, the solution's simple. Enacting it, I think, would be more difficult. But like you accurately stated, millions of dollars. This is an example of the Illinois gubernatorial race, $320 million from both guys. And what are they trying to do? They're not really articulating policy. They're trying to move the, the bases and the people in the middle using negative ads. And it, it really, it really shows how dumb that we are. And if, if the general populace was a little bit trained in civics and had a little bit of critical thinking, these negative ads wouldn't have the impact that they do. They're done on, you know, obviously the, you know, the state level, uh, the federal level and congressional and senatorial races, and then our, our Springfield races. And the, you see the mailers. Well, here's you the see thing. The commercials. Yeah, I don't know There's, about that. Here's where I, I agree. The lowest common denominator. But wait a minute, though, Tom. Here's where. Because we are morons. You need, you need negative ads. Is, civics, 
<laughs> you need negative ads in particular when what the person is saying is a lie or a fraud or they're scoundrels. So I'm, I, I'm agree with negative ads. What I don't agree with is that here in Illinois, you have lies and specifically, and I'm not a, I'm not a Roscom fan, yeah. but this guy running against him is lying. Oh, the girl who lives with her parents in Naperville, who wants to be a congresswoman running against Hulcrum, she's lying. They didn't vote to take away pre-existing conditions. In fact, they did something worse. They capitulated and said, we'll make sure we protect that. So they went against conservative values. In fact, trying to include people who supported Obamacare. But that's not what's run in the ads. They're bald-faced lies by, in this case, Democrats. Some of them are. And the thing is, too, I mean, you're, you're always going to have that reaction. If anybody's invested in politics at all, you're always going to have that reaction because they're going to tend to believe the things yeah. about the other guy. Tom, thank you so much for the call. Sorry about the break. And the other guy, it's Peter Schweitzer. The book is extortion. Get it, because you'll see what you don't want to see. This is the Liberty Hour, 312-642-5600. You're listening to The Liberty Hour with Sean Thompson. Get on the line with Sean by calling 312-642-5600. That he's not buying it. We're just a few days away from the midterms. How are you feeling and what do you think about this so-called blue wave? Well, I think the blue wave is dead, frankly, and I think we're doing very well. It looks like we're going to win the Senate, which is very important. Mr. President, uh, what about Nancy Pelosi's comments? She's already kind of spiking the football with, we will win, we will win. What do you make of some of that? Well, I haven't seen her comments. I know that, look, she's been losing for a long time. So, you know, she would like to win. She hasn't been doing too well. We'll see what happens. I think we're going to do very well in the House also. In Georgia, a judge on Thursday rules that on absentee ballots, if the signature doesn't match, the ballot has to be counted anyway. Yeah, it's fine. That seems fine with me. Yeah, it's fine. She must be from Cook County. Yeah. Told you about my ma. What's the point Strong of having Democrat a signature until on she it? died. Now she's part of the Democrat base. What What's is that? the point of having a signature on it? It's ridiculous. This whole thing, absentee ballots, early voting. What now, you- the early voting, what happens if the guy you're planning on voting for um, ends up being like a Roy Moore or something, you know. How about a Denny uh, Haster? Or, or, right, the yeah. day before Put on those the tights, election. Let's roll around, scumbag that right. he was. The day before the election, it comes out that this person is a horrible human being on some level. You absolutely want to retract your vote. You can't because you voted a week and a half ago. There is value to voting on election day. You know what else I'd like to know? Five I'm, million in Texas. Five million early five votes. Five million. I'm sure they're all legitimate. Now, it's a big state, but Probably. five million is a lot of people. Now, what, what happens when the, when the signature doesn't match there? And you know one other thing that bothers me? Send a posse out for See, you. See, here's but... the thing. Um, Ray LaHood, years ago in 2013, you know, I, I personally didn't like, I, can't, I still can't stand the thought of him, and Fair I'll enough. tell you why. He's, he added that special per gallon dime tax that's, that's forever in Illinois. So a dime, it's the Ray LaHood slush fund tax. Oh, it yeah. goes to Illinois, but he's the one that came up with it, right? Yeah, so any kind of diabolical like that, right. Every tank. He, he should have worked for Giancana. They would have made more money. Another gangster. Anyway, um, he uh, in, t- in 2013 at the Peoria paper, that's in Peoria, I'll never forget this, uh, he's on the Appropriations Committee. Right. And um, he says in the paper article, well, of course I run for the committee because that's how I can raise money from 
from campaign right. donations right. because I'm on the appropriation committee. Yes. And if they want the money, well, then they better pay. It's one of honey. those rare moments of that. political honesty. And, and, and all of these scoundrels that are up for election, why don't they tell you what committee they're on? See, that's the big deal. Because this is the most frightening part about getting a, a liar and a hack like Sean Caston on, or, or the one that lives with her mother in Naperville, is that they're going to get on these p- specific committees where these committees, they're going to be able to create this nonsense. That'll, he, uh, Sean Caston, he doesn't need the money. His dad, he's, he's got the, yeah, the trust fund, baby. He don't need anything. But what he, what he will do is use law to secure that industry, that global warming nonsense, which, by the way, his father wrote a book in, um, I think it's 1998, and it's... Uh, it somewhere mid to late 90s. 98, and it's about the, the coming heat wave right. in 98, Correct. and how in 20 years... In 20 years, oh, we're just gonna the average sweating. temperature, you wouldn't be able to go outside. You'd need sunscreen. Uh, this grass is the guy. is going to be dead. Polar ice caps will be melted. The idea that his kid could run. Yeah. And he's not asked one question. None. One. It's mind-boggling. He's a businessman. Although, just if he came in Liberty, how would he be asked that question? I'll tell you what, Macbeth, and this is the part where you get so overwhelmed, but here's the optimism, is that my wife and my father never voted. My, my father hasn't voted since Ogilvy, the Republican, Jeez. put the toll, toll booth in. He gave up on politics. He said, that's it. He moves down to Florida. He lives inside, outside of Tampa. He's, he's not a wealthy guy. In fact, I think he owes me a couple bucks now. But anyway, he uh, is looking at this Gillum. I think you could let that ride. And he doesn't like DeSantis, okay? Yeah. He's like, because he doesn't like Trump. He said, I said, what are you doing today? He said, I'm waiting for a taxi. I mean, that's how old he is. He still takes a taxi. I said, what are you doing? He says, I'm going to vote. He says, I'm not going to let this state get ruined. He said, because I'm from a state like Illinois, and I saw what happened. I came here, and this is the other thing that I wanted DeSantis to hit hard. Gillum, there's a reason he had Obama go there. He's the same kind of Chicago mafia Democrat. The same thing with the lawyers in the place and the phony lobbyists and the same pay-to-play union nonsense hacks and the same visions of utopia. I didn't pay attention to every speech. But the only speech DeSantis had to give was, do you want Florida to be Illinois? Because here's the reality. Here we are in 2018, and look at what we got. I got to watch Pritzker pretend he's walking door-to-door with a clipboard. I mean, granted, he's in neighborhoods like my old neighborhood, which, believe me, I'm proud of Melrose Park. I you told know you. what? I just figured it out. What? I know the scheme. What is he it? He walks to the door, and he gets his signature, and then he walks back. But then they use that giant radio flyer from Grand and Fullerton. I come from the greatest and they wheel him down the street in that thing. I come from the greatest neighborhood to grow up in in Chicagoland. I'm not kidding you. I absolutely loved it. I came from Melrose Park. In fact, I had my grade school reunion. I was talking to you about. um, I've never heard of anyone going to a grade school. It was a get together, and you know, I saw Uh people I haven't seen for 36 years. It was fantastic. Okay, and it's the greatest neighborhood, and we grew up, and it's wonderful. And all you do when you see there, you see Kathleen Willis signs and J. B. Pritzker. That's our neighbor. Now you know why. Because they're in on the scam. Yeah. They're in on the scam. You want the street money? Yeah. You, you know need what, a little though? money for this? Yeah. It's about a scam. I'll tell you it's what. It's like Cicero with Big Jilly. I'll tell you what. In my neighborhood, which is not far from there, mm-hmm. I've seen two Kathleen Willis signs and a whole lot of Anthony Erdo signs. Kathleen Willis. She's, she's not ca- popular amongst uh, the people in my neighborhood. Please. She makes J.B. Pritzker the, uh, look like Jack LaLanne. The more working You see the size types. of this girl? Poof. I actually I met her once because her office was uh, in front of it was literally in the front half of the building where yeah. my kids' daycare was. And now was. the other trio of that fitness organization is Peter Silvestri, my old mayor. 
with that dog laying on his head. He's going to be the new <laughs> Cook County commissioner. He's going he's to go from commissioner to the president of Cook County. This is the new, he's bipartisan. Bipartisan what? He's another scam artist with his phony baloney law firm and his gold rush checks coming every month. It's sick. You turned your mic off. Am I still on? Yeah, you turned your own mic off. Did I turn them off? Yeah, I threw the you're off I now. got all upset. See you. The idea, I got to pretend that's good. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. This Sunday, closing arguments. President Trump and the Republicans focusing on immigration. Republicans won. Strong borders, no drugs, no gangs, and no caravans. You mean the people of Texas want to stop the, the caravan? Secure our border, build a wall. While Democrats talk about health care. You're going to have a governor who will work to expand Medicaid. Health care is on the ballot this year. And who we are as a nation. Maybe most of all, the character of our country is on the ballot. This morning, we're on the ground in four of the most important battleground states. Arizona, Missouri, Florida, and Texas. Can I say I have to disagree with Trump? There are quite a few Republicans who do indeed want some drugs. (laughs) You're going to need them, <laughs> especially if these Democrats win, boy. I'll tell you I'm what. I'm thinking, uh, well, let's see, there's Xanax, there's, uh, oh, man. How about when they have these guys come out, let's expand Medicaid. Yeah. Do you know anybody on Medicare Medicaid who says, you know what all. we need is more of this stuff? It's like government cheese. Can I tell you, having over the last week, having tried to help my wife look for a, a new um, add-on for my mother-in-law's Medicare, mm-hmm. Medicare for all, no. Go, no, 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 no. Anybody all, who wants that has never had to deal with the Medicare. How, how the Republicans stopped running on the amount of doctors. Oh, my goodness. And I, I have a family friend. You know, I don't go to a doctor, but this guy, and I'll say his name because I love him. These issues are Same, sitting out there waiting to be had. Listen, this guy's name was Jim Dalio. He's probably going to be mad at me. Brilliant. I'm not kidding you. Brilliant. He would look at you. He looked at my grandfather and told me exactly what was going to happen. He looked at my uncle. He was educated through the system of, of the Army. He went to medical school through the Army. Yeah. And he had his own practice for a decade. And you, you know, you'd have a cold or whatever, and my mother would go to see him, just give me $30. You know, he's one of them, just yeah. the nicest guy in the world. And he knew his people, and they knew him. The minute this came in, and he's not an old man. He said, I'm not doing this. He first tried to go to the hospital. Then he realized that what he had to go, I'm not doing this. My wife's, the the OBGYN that that was for my youngest daughter, she's selling pharmaceuticals. The amount, and she saved my daughter's life. My daughter had the cord around her neck. Dr. Simon, she saved my daughter's life. All of these doctors that were the cream of the crop said, I'm not going to go into this system. You lost, I'll never forget, the first two years of Obamacare. Yeah. You were losing percentages they were they never heard of. I know a couple of guys who are in their mid-50s who yeah. probably would have been practicing into their early 70s who said, you know what, I'm willing to take a slightly less cushy retirement. I'm, I'm willing to take yeah. less than I had planned for to not be part of the system. And both of them uh, retired within the last year. And why do you, you know it's what? It's insane. And here's the thing. So think and about, both of them gave it a chance, I should say, too. That wasn't a knee-jerk reaction. Think about the, the funding that not only are we subsidizing for this nonsense insurance, yeah. but these few insurance companies have never made profits like this. No. 
It's mind-boggling. Prices are through the roof. There's Quality is in the, the gutter. Of insurance companies that there used to be. It, it, yeah, they, there's they, two insurance companies in Illinois this year. It's sickening. It's ridiculous. And you know, here's another thing. I, I I love I love insurance guys. I mean, I know them. They're fans of the show. I get my. They're they're awful. Mums the word. You know why? Yeah. They're fifteen percent of your premium, baby. Of course. Would you rather have fifteen percent of two thousand or fifteen percent of five hundred? Right. I mean, you know, I'm, don't get me wrong. I don't begrudge anybody for making money, but they know what's going on. Well, and to the same, they don't control it. No, they're so, part of it. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I, I mean, Listen, if all of yeah. a sudden you're telling me my, my percentage of what I got went up, I'd probably say, okay. Yeah. But the reality is why we as, as people, and more important, why Republicans as politicians stop pointing out the flaws and start to pretend you can't beat a socialist by promising more free stuff. No. You're going to lose. Yeah. And here's the thing. If that's the case, this election cycle, Tuesday. If that's the case, if Democrats have the tsunami they're talking about, buddy, stick a fork in the country. Because that's not unity. That's not us coming together. That's socialism winning. You know what my prediction is? I do. Give it to me. I think everything's going to stay exactly the same. I hope not. Not, not as far as numbers and that. I think I think the Senate's going to stay Tell roughly the same. I think the House Never thought I'd say it, but I, need, we, I hope Peter Roscom wins. Boy, oh boy. Isn't How many times something? I'd argue with him? Man. Can't wait to see him again. All right, I'll see you again. Next week. And Tuesday morning, 9.05, Liberty Hour podcast. All right, talk at you later. I have to go home. 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 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.